I'm Courtney. I'm Shelby. We forgot to do that whole bit. Oh, yeah. And and this is uh, our hideout, right? The hideout? Our hideout? The hideout. Hideout. It's our hideout. It, yeah. Hideout. Welcome hideout. to Hideout. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like upper 60s in February, and that's pretty dope. Yeah, so you don't hear bikes and birds and, and things and birds, motorcycle. That's just part of it. Yeah, but we really needed to be in the out. I haven't seen sun in a while. Yeah, and we kind of missed the whole sun window. It's still warm, but like the sun's gone. Yeah, it's definitely just like a breezy atmosphere right now. My poor mom is probably dying. I was just thinking about that. I was like, she's she's dead right now. She's code. Does she also have the allergic to the cold thing? No. No, no I was the only one that got gifted with that talent. That's fine. You know what the worst part is about that, though? What? Is that I really liked going winter hiking. Yeah. And now it's like a 50-50 shot I may die when I do it. <laughs> what, okay, so I don't think I would actually die. This might be a silly question, but if you were to do that, but you were to wear, like, you know, all bumble- bundled up, and then you also have, like... The like hand warmers and the feet warmers. Yeah. Would it? Is there like a a trigger? Like, do you just have to be like? Does one part of you have to touch the cold, or like, can you offset that with being like really warm, like in your pockets? Uh, um. So, basically, I've noticed that it's mostly like a cold wind, mm-hmm. or like just like an excessive, extensive amount. Like, if I bundle up, I'm fine, but. I have to make sure, like, no wind is, like, catching or anything, or else mm. any anywhere where cold hits, it's going to mess my skin up. Like, is this wind going to mess with you, or is it not cold enough? Um, if we go inside and it's warmer, it probably will. Because it's, like, the... It's going from the cold back into the heat that causes the problem. Uh, so, like, when we were at that cafe, like, you were fine when we were outside, but then when you went inside, that's when the hives yeah. happened? Yeah, yeah. Like, I could tell that I was going to have a problem just because my legs were super cold, but it just feels like I'm really cold until I get inside and my body starts heating up and then it starts to itch horribly. That's horrible. Yeah. It's weird. Did the uh, meat diet, the carnivore diet, did that help? Or did you not do it for long enough to see? Um, I think it definitely helped. I mean, like, within five days, it... It um, made a huge difference. Like, I didn't have any breakouts or anything. I really do think that it's probably food-related. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not entirely sure which foods do what. Did you try cutting out seed oils? Yeah, I didn't do any oils or anything during that time. So, like, I, I cut out everything and the meat worked. But I'm curious of if there's foods that I could still eat without having that problem. Yeah. Or if... It's just literally I could just eat meat and that's it. And that's the only thing that wouldn't cause my that problem. That seems kind of unrealistic. I don't know. Right, like in the human species. Like if, if you were, if you existed like a thousand years ago and all you could eat was red meat, you'd have just died. You know what I mean? I don't think so. But you wouldn't be able to get it everywhere. Like, there are whole cultures that only eat fish because they're by the water and they yeah, don't have a good point. You know, cattle, you know what I mean? I don't know. My brother would be really good to... Interview he's done all that? the... Yeah, he's like... I think he's like two years in. A year and a half at least. He's hardcore, man. He doesn't eat anything other than red meat pretty much now. That's crazy. But he, he's probably like the leanest I've ever seen him. Like, probably in the best shape. Really? Yeah. And like and he's he never been in bad shape, but he's definitely in a lot better shape now than Does he like work out? Yeah. And stuff? Yeah. Well, and he just gets like eight billion steps in because he can't hold still. <laughs> it's pretty hardcore. Like I think my my uh schedule is pretty busy. I don't know anyone who works as hard as that dude does. Really? Yeah. What does he do? Like I know he owns businesses, but what does he do on a daily? Like on a daily? Yeah. Uh, his well, main his main thing is the um, demo company. Uh-huh. That's his main thing. But he he's always doing something. Like he's always learning about like 
stocks and then the fencing company and then um he's just always kind of doing something yeah he's got a bunch of hobbies and stuff that he does too he just he just always likes to learn something else like he doesn't stop learning something i think that's a good quality yeah i mean he's definitely been like i would say i probably look up to him more than i do a lot of people like he would be one of like the biggest influences I think I've had in the past couple of years, for sure. Do you an interview? Yeah. Would he? I think so. Okay. I mean, I'd have to ask him. He did listen to the podcast, though. Oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> he said something to me about uh, chili cheese burritos, and I was like, what uh, are you talking about? He's like, out here eating chili cheese burritos. How far like, would what he have to make it into the podcast to hear that part? He like listened to, like, the whole thing, like, 90% of it. Dude, okay, so on our uh, last episode, we had, like, I think it was, like, 35 retention to the end of the episode, which is fine. It was a long episode. Yeah. But, if like, up until, like, we had, I think it was 80% retention up until the last 10 minutes. That's insane. I feel like that's really good. I think so. Like, 80% of the people that listened to that episode listened until we started rambling at the very end. Yeah, it was complete and utter nonsense. Oh, well, the last 10 minutes was also when you were talking about smut. So that... <laughs> so so y'all don't like my books, huh? <laughs> That's fine. I did kind of go on a spiel for too long about that. It was okay, though. I think it was fine. Yeah. I, I mean, was just really excited about it. To be fair, we started that episode talking about sleep, sleep token. token. So, like, they should have known from the beginning. Yeah. Well, they should have known just because I get hyper obsessive about certain things, and sleep token and smut are the top two, I would say. <laughs> but it's okay; it happens. Oh gosh, this wind feels so good, though. It does. It really does. I'm really digging it. So, did you have any points for this week? Oh, the Valentine's Day. We're gonna talk about Valentine's Day. Oh. Yeah, I'm just like, I just basically wanted to talk about how I was out of my um, hate for Valentine's Day. So I used to be hardcore against it. Yeah. To where, which I still believe that it's a fake holiday made up by Hallmark. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to say that that's not it. But I also kind of appreciated it a lot more. I think probably because, like, I actually like somebody now. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It just, I kind of. It just seemed like another cool thing of just showing appreciation. I'm not saying, like, go to Tiffany's and you better buy your chick, like, the yeah. most expensive diamond you've ever seen. But I like the idea of taking it as a day of, like, we just spend it together and have a game night or something. Or yeah. Just, like, a night in. Like, people like to talk trash on it because they're like, well, you should, you know, love everybody all the time and treat everybody good all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's true. But I feel like it's good to have, like, a day in the year for you to, like, take a pause and be like, we're going to prioritize this. Well, you know, that's kind of the thing is, especially, like, whenever you're a kid and your entire life is your relationship and that's it. Mm -hmm. Then, it, yeah, it may be a little cheesier, but in a situation where, like, how, how we are, like, how you and Tanner are and me and Richard are, we are busy all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. We very rarely have time to spend with our significant other. Right. So it's almost nice to be like, hey, this is like a check-in moment. Yeah. Of, like, let's just chill for a minute. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, we still do a pretty good job given the amount of time that we get together to spend time together. But, I mean, it's still. It's not enough. It is not a no. lot. We talked about that last week. When I think about, like. I don't, I would quit my job. And I know that that's like a very like privileged way of thinking, but I just, I couldn't imagine only being able to see my significant other for a few hours a day, a couple days a week. Luckily, I think me and him are very much similar in the fact of like, we just like to be around each other. We don't really have to be doing stuff. Doing stuff. So I think that helps. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it does suck, but I think, I think we do a really good job at balancing it out. Like we know whenever it's starting to get kind of shitty mm -hmm. and then 
um, just to where like we're getting sad about it, and then we kind of check in and go, okay, well we're gonna make some time here. Yeah. And the fact that we don't have to play pool on Sunday is pretty <laughs> dope because I'm like, I don't even care what we do. I just want to hang out with you. Yeah. I have to work on Valentine's Day this year like a normal person. Yeah, I'm me too. Me too. Because Tanner actually doesn't work. Maybe you'll get like flowers sent to your work or something. That'd Tanner. be Tanner. crunchy. Tanner. <laughs> she said it's crunchy, but get her the flowers. It says I say it's crunchy. That means you're supposed to do it. Oh, you're supposed to do it? Tanner? Well, okay, so like... I don't even know what crunchy means. I don't know what it means either. I just one day started describing things that give you like the, you know, like the squirmies. Like where you're like, like it's a good thing. Like, okay, so when Tanner proposed, I felt very crunchy. Like he got down on one knee, did the whole thing, and I was like... (laughs) (laughs) This is embarrassing. I don't like it. There's too much attention on me. Like we're on a beach. Were there people that clapped afterwards? No, because the people weren't that close. I don't think they knew anything was happening. I just have problems. We never talked about how your engagement went down. I want to hear this story. It was great. I'm just a crunchy person. And, like, even if it's only Tanner, the fact that his attention is on me makes me panic. Like, anybody. And I've always been that, like, my whole life. Like, there's a video of me in in kindergarten doing one of those, like, little musical things that kindergartners do, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's for some holiday or something. And everybody's doing their thing, and I am just standing there like a friggin' deer in the headlights. <laughs> like, I'm just, <laughs> they're looking at me. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, so we uh, stayed in Lukio, and it was, he asked me what we wanted to do that day, and I was like, let's go to the National Forest that was, like, 20 minutes away. And he was like, let's go to the beach first. And I was like, fuck, fine. It was like it was like a half hour <laughs> walk. Fuck, he fine. He had to go down like a hundred flights of stairs and then go down to the private beach, and it was fine. It was fine. But then I knew something was up because he was like, "So I kind of want to keep doing this forever." And I was like, "Like traveling?" You're like, "Yeah, let's let's keep traveling forever." Like, <laughs> hell yeah, is, man! This is my fucking favorite thing ever. And then. Like, I turn around, and he's on one knee with a ring, and he says, he's like, no, I mean, like, being with you. And I was like, that's the crunchiest thing I ever heard. Please stand up. <laughs> Is that what you said to him? No, I, I just, I, I, like, I, like, tried to pull him up, and I was like, please stop doing that. I was, I'm just awkward. And the idea that he was doing such a private thing in such a public, like, the, when people do, like, in New York City, when people do big proposals there, and they put, like, the proposal on the big screens or whatever, yeah. I die inside when I see that for that person even though that's probably their favorite thing in the whole world or like when they do it at concerts yeah no I would throw up so they did that at a Veg Sevenfold concert I went to at Louder Than Life these people <laughs> these people got married on stage and they started playing a little piece of heaven right afterwards oh. <laughs> which was amazing that was my dream <laughs> oh my if God. no one plays that song after I get engaged I'm gonna be pissed but like on stage in front of the whole wide world like how many how many hundreds of thousands of or at least hundreds of people were there Courtney I feel like you would have that same reaction if there was five people I would I would but like the (laughs) more people the worse it is (laughs) just automatic death automatic death like he was like well are you gonna answer I was like I mean yes obviously I'll marry you but let's go inside (laughs) (laughs) let's just cancel the whole day and go inside I can't run into people who see me. <laughs> what if they say something to me? <laughs> I can't handle this. And, like, whenever um, people, like, at the nail salon, the little nail salon people will be like, oh, are you engaged? And they point at my ring, and I'm like, yep. Yep, I am. You probably got so many congratulations when you got home, too, I and I bet that was a nightmare for I, you. I was nauseous, like, the whole time. Every time I would see somebody new, I'd be like, it's coming. I know. They're going to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to tell me. They're going to tell me congratulations, yeah. and I have to say thanks oh, for the thousandth time. Like, the, we had just got back and, like, immediately went to a pool tournament. Everybody. Everybody. All of them. All of them. And, like, I love them, and it's very kind. I'm the one with the problem. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't feel like you're not, like, grateful for it, but it, at the same time, you're like, 
Just do it quietly. Yeah, like <laughs> write it on Facebook or send me a card or something. Just yeah, don't, don't you don't say have it. to do it to my face. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over there like, they got married. <laughs> or got engaged. You were got actually married. the first person I told. I was so pumped. I was so pumped. Yeah, I and was waiting for it. And then I found I out ready. that so many people already knew, and I was like, well. Yeah, I was so pumped. <laughs> so so pumped. I don't remember if I knew beforehand or not. I don't remember if you did either. I, I think like I did. did. I feel like you did because I feel like Richard did. I think I did know. Yeah. Because I think I just continuously checked your Facebook <laughs> like a fucking stalker. <laughs> That's fine. Apparently. I was so excited. Austin and Nate? Question mark? Austin and somebody had a, a bet on how long it was going to take him to propose. Like, if like it was on the trip? No, like ever. Who won? I don't remember. I think Austin did. Because I think Austin said it was like within the year or something. Yeah, I would have thought it would have been soon. I knew the engagement was going to happen. I, I knew a wedding was going to happen. I'm just not sure what kind of wedding's happening. I just figured. I'm just showing up. <laughs> at some point we would elope. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. I never thought there, w- there was going to be an engagement. Like Which, I mean, proposal. you could still elope. We could. We might. You can do whatever you want. It's your wedding. It's your day. That's the fun part. Yeah. Just do whatever. My mom wants there to be a big thing. I don't obviously want there to be a big <laughs> thing. <laughs> you should just get, like, a body double for that day. Yeah, I'll be like, just don't don't touch her, okay? Yeah, <laughs> just don't kiss her. <laughs> just do, like, the weird, like, side <laughs> thing where it looks like you're doing it, but don't do it. But don't do it. I feel like even that would make Tanner nervous, though, and he'd be like, ma'am, I'm married! (laughs) (laughs) Tanner 100% would not do it. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? I'm pretty sure he doesn't even see other females. Like, in in vision at all. No. I think he just blocks them out. Well, I'm pretty sure I just look like a square. No, no, okay, so there's a thing. Like, so, over the last, how long have we been friends? Like, two years now? Almost? Nearly? I think so. Anyway. I was always like, like, because he would be like, we don't really have, like, friends. Like, we don't go out and do stuff with people. I was like, be friends with Shelby. Like, just be friends with Shelby. And he was like, but Shelby's a girl. And I'm like, <laughs> so? Shelby has a vagina. What do I do with that? <laughs> I was like, it, it, be friends with Shelby, and I'm friends with Richard, and then when we hang out together, it won't be like, like, me and Shelby are hanging out with you and Richard, and it won't be all separate. We'll all just be buddies. Like, he is so weird about... I've kind of slowly tried to force him to... No, now it's to the point where it's... Yeah, not really force him, but I know I... Like, I've picked up that he feels weird about it. Yeah. So, I've just been trying to, like, hey, what up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, it Talking a deeper you voice just, and stuff. You just gotta, like, push that boundary, and then he'll eventually be fine. Yeah. But, yeah, he's just... He's really weird about ladies. Well, I mean, I get it, because sometimes chicks are, like, even, like, with their friends is the boyfriends and stuff they're like not necessarily in like an inappropriate way but they're like <laughs> touchy oh, yeah. yeah and that's i don't like that don't do that I don't it's like, like it it's not a big deal but it's also one of those things where i'm like why you gotta do that though because i don't do that yeah i think that like we're both like the females that are have been friends with males like our whole life yeah and maybe it's because i grew up with a lot of like like, my closest friends were my male cousins, and, like, you have brothers and stuff, yeah. or a brother, and maybe that has something to do with it. Like, you, we can, like, we we see the opposite sex as just another kind of human. Yeah. You know? Well, and, like, of course, I have my guy friends that I'll hug and stuff, but it's very few and far in between. Like, Big Joe, for instance. Yes. Yeah, I'll hug Joe. Sometimes some of these people in my little community will, like, come up to me and hug me, and I'm like... This is weird. Yeah, I'm not a big hugger, but there's certain people that I'm like, this yeah. is what you do, and I like you, so, y- so yeah. I'll do it. That's fair. I but it's not a whole lot of people. I Amanda hugs me because she knows I don't like it. <laughs> That's fair. She knows that for a fact, and she's like, you know what I'm going to do? Hug you every time. I'm like, Fuck. Yeah, like, I hug um, uh, Amanda, like, I'm not going to say her last name because I don't know if she wants me to. But, like, Amanda, Amanda, like, the... Yeah, Amanda that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hug Amanda, and I hug 
I have hugged you, but now we are under understanding that we don't have to hug each other. And that's I don't even remember why we hugged the last time. Y- you were at John Wayne's before I was at John Wayne's, and I think that you were a little <laughs> tipsy, and you were doing that thing where you see a new person, so you hug them because societally you feel like you hug people when you see them and then you forgot that it was me and that's fine like i will hug people i just won't initiate it (laughs) well i was probably really excited that you were there like just genuinely pumped about it to where i was like oh my god it's yeah and that's fine like i don't want anybody to ever feel weird about it i just i feel like there are huggy people and there are not huggy and then there are really not huggy people and i'm not one of those yeah i wouldn't say i'm not a real like I'm totally against it, but there's a lot of people that I'll just side hug. There's not very many people I'll full blown like hug, hug. Yeah, like I don't even hug my parents. Like, I don't oh, I hug the shit out of my parents. My parents yeah. and my brothers, I hug them every chance that I get. Yeah. See, I don't remember the last time that I've hugged my parents, and not like in a sad way. We just don't do that. Yeah. Well, we didn't for a long time. My family used to be pretty reserved, really up until my sister-in-law, Ashley, came into the picture. Did you force the issue? It wasn't the hugging. She just just forced us not to, like, hide in a shadow and pretend (laughs) like nothing was happening. And we we just kind of lived in a bubble. And then Ashley came in. And have you ever met Ashley, the one that sings? Yeah. Yeah, she, she was very tipsy when I met her. Oh I yeah, but the, but <laughs> that level of like pumped up that she's on, she's always there. Like yeah. she's always hyped up. She's always a good time. She's always she'll talk about anything. She's an open book, mm-hmm. and I think that just kind of like trickled down into our family, and exactly. it kind of made us a little more open. Well, that's kind of like similar for me. Like Tanner's family, kind of like cracked open my shell a little bit, because like they're very huggy people. Like, if they met you, they would yeah. probably hug you. Like, hug everybody. Like, do you ever notice that I hug Jaden? Whenever Jaden comes in? You do hug Jaden? I do hug Jaden. Because Jaden, I met through Tanner's family, and they all hug. We walk in the door, and it's a round of hugs. We leave, and it's a whole round of hugs. That's kind of nice. It is. It's very nice. But I just, I've never experienced that in my life. Like, it was a first. Yeah. Isn't it kind of wild how people can be from the same area, but just, like, different yeah, different and personalities? Like just like in a small town is wild to me how much different people can still be. Yeah, and, like... Very similar people, but, like, also so much different. Our situation is even kind of weirder because, like, my dad and Tanner's dad went to the same high school. Like, grew up on the same side of Indianapolis similar neighborhood like and then what yeah and then they both ended up over here they both ended up over here yeah like so like very similar life paths ended up completely different people i don't know isn't that wild it is it's interesting to think about how how that works the world is so small it is that's what always blows my mind just how Everything's somehow connected somehow, some way. I've definitely learned that over the years. Yeah, like your mom and Tanner's mom were friends. Like you housed yeah. at Tanner's house when Tanner was a, was a small small bean. <laughs> How wild? That's <laughs> wild. I, <laughs> I partied. <laughs> I partied at Tanner's house. One time. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> the off chance that Robin is listening to this, she's going to be like, what the, what the fuck? No, she told me I could. She d- yeah, she <laughs> did. Oh, of course she did. Yeah, she was like, I don't care. That actually makes I mean, sense. whenever I say party, it's not really a party. It's like some of like my homies came and hung out. And you got a little, a little And tipsy. then we kind of partied. Yeah. Mm. But That's cute. Sorry, Mom. It was a long time ago. I can't be grounded for that now. <laughs> also, I'm an adult. <laughs> Still love you, though. <laughs> but, yeah, it's so weird to think about because, I mean, how long did I know Tanner before we found that out? Right. We were uh, at least friends for, like, a year, I think. If yeah. Well, maybe. Well, I feel like it was in that, it was in the first round of you and Richard dating. Yeah. So. It was round one, not round when two. When did you guys start dating again? Tanner and I were talking about this. When's your anniversary? I don't know if we know that answer. Because w- were you together when we were in Puerto Rico? I don't think so. When was it? When were you June? in Puerto Rico? No. No. So. so it was... was it, it was after... It was after you got back from Vegas. 
It was the week after he got back from Vegas. Yeah, because it was like right before the first round of league. Because he, I think his whole plan was that I was gonna get you on a league team since you guys got back together. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was his whole plan. And now we've been stuck on a team for two fucking sessions. But um, yeah, so we we hung out like after he got back from Vegas. I think it was, like, the day after he got back from Vegas because I hadn't left my house in three weeks. I was going through a thing, and I just didn't leave my house except to go to work. Like, mm-hmm. didn't go anywhere, nothing. And he was he basically told me that I had to get out or he was going to drag me out of the house. And I was like, okay. So then we just, like, went and hung out, went to Fountain Square, had a good time, went to a... We went to go ride, went and ate dinner, and then went to go do duck pin bowling. And for some reason, there was an album release party for a punk band down there. Oh, fun. So there was a punk band playing while we did that. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. And then we found one of those speakeasies in that building. Which one? Uh, was it the one in the pizza place? No, that was one last house. No. This one it was... It's in the same building as Duck Pen Bowling. I want to say it's called the Commodore. I think there is. One we didn't go to that one. one. Yeah, that one is the one that we went to. So we went there, hung out there. That was pretty fun. And then he took me home, and then we awkward hugged each other because he didn't know if he was allowed to hug me or not. <laughs> and it was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then we talked about it afterwards, and I was like, "Why did you hug me like that?" <laughs> he was like, "I didn't know. I was nervous. I didn't." I, I don't know if he thought like I was gonna punch him or something. I don't know what he thought. I was like, I feel like a lot of people think that you're more hardcore than you are. Because like when I think about, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to fuck with you, but I also, I feel like you would have to be really pushed in order to actually like physically. I'm genuinely someone. a really nice person, <laughs> and I think like. As people have slowly gotten to know me, they know that. I think once people talk to me, they realize that I'm not a dick. But I think sometimes my face just looks like I don't want you to talk to me. Which a lot of the time, I it's not like nothing personal, but sometimes yeah. I just don't want to talk. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, people think that I'm really nice. I think so, too. I don't know if anyone has really ever seen me mad, really. Not very often. I could probably... There's probably a few people that we both know that has actually seen me angry before. I'm trying to imagine a time when I... When I'm angry, it's a different... It's a different thing. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and never see that. Yeah. That's fine. Well, I'm pretty mellow now to the point to where things that used to make me mad, I would just be like, eh, whatever. Now, old school me, you could say a general your mom joke to me, and I would completely lose my shit. Really? Oh, yeah. I had a bit of an anger problem in high school a little bit, but it's gotten better. I feel like I'm pretty nice now. My cheese in line or whatever it is. Chakras? Oh, yeah. Chakras. Whatever. Yeah, I used to have an anger problem, too. Like, really, really bad. And I think that's why I can't really get angry anymore. Like, like you did it so much that now it's like yeah, it's not even worth it to do it. Yeah, like, there was, like, even with my parents now, because, like, my parents... I love them, but they don't have fantastic coping mechanisms in life, right? right. So my mom will get really kind of, like, worked up about things that don't matter. And yeah. Like she'll get upset about certain, like, family dynamics, and then she'll want to vent about it, but venting is just, like, screaming and getting really angry. And I'm just like, I don't do that. Yeah. I think there's I a difference between venting and just bitching. Yeah, no, 100%. Not to be disrespectful at all, but I do think that there's a difference. Like, as far as, like, you know, I had a rough day. I want to talk about it, too. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And, and I've kind of been working on that with her a little bit. Like, we can talk about it, but we have to talk about it. I'm just, I'm not going to listen to you scream about it. Because I don't have spoons for that. No I, I I permanently, like, if anything, I think we talked about this either in the first or the second episode, but, like, the whole, like, if something bad happens, 
something bad happens and that doesn't bleed in, I don't I can't let it bleed into anything else. Like so like right. if if so if like one bad thing happens and somebody's mad at you don't get to make that my problem. You know what I mean? No, you don't get to take that shit out on other people. No. I don't think you should do that. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of older people are like that. And that might be kind of like grouping people together and not cool. But I feel like well, I think a lot of it, though, and obviously it, it's not like a full-blown, like, just older people do this and it's all older people right, or whatever. Yeah. But I think a lot of that generation, though, you couldn't talk about your problems. Like, you just had yeah. to hold it in. And I think as people have gotten older, they haven't dealt with shit, and now they're just pissed off. Right. And, like, but like so, like, I feel like I also hold things in. But I process them with myself. Like, I don't have to, like, go to, like, therapy. Like, I'm sure if I went to therapy, that would make things a million times better. But, like, I read a lot of, like, self-help books and then, you know, the log the, or the yeah. yoga. And, the, and, you know, like, I work through things myself. So, like, I wonder, like, th- the way that generation was raised, were you told, like, don't even think about your problems? I think a lot of them just blacked it out. Really? I don't know that for sure. I mean, that would be something that, like we would probably have to ask him but in my experience with certain people that i know i know that it's kind of like block it out pretend it never happened and let's just move on which i think that works for a little while but at Mm -hmm. some point like your demons catch up with you at some point yeah and then at some point you're going to encounter things that that you need back to yeah that you need to know how to process you know well and i had a big problem with that whenever i was like my early 20s, late teens, early 20s, I would say I had a big problem with that for a long time. It took me a while to be able to, and I still have moments where I'll just, like, get real pissed off and I'll, like, fly off the handle for a second. But it's literally for a second, and mm-hmm. then I'm fine. It's just, like, let me get this out. Let me be pissed off. Give me five minutes, and I'm good. Yeah. You, the five-by-five five rule, have you ever heard that? Uh, If you can't fix it in five seconds, don't fix it. Yes, uh, but I don't actually know. If it doesn't affect your life in five years, don't give it more than five minutes. Yeah. I heard that from, I can't remember who it was. Somebody had said it one time and it kind of stuck with me. So ever since then, anytime I get super ragey about something, I'm like, hold on a minute. (laughs) But I give myself five minutes to be pissed if I want to be pissed. Yeah. Like, I I don't tell myself I'm not allowed to be mad. Like, I'll be mad, but I'll just get it out and get it done and then move on. Because I'm too tired to be mad all the time. It, this shit makes me sleepy. Uh, yeah, like, I don't, I'm trying to think, so, like, it happens, oddly enough, I don't know why I keep going, it happens in pool a lot, where I get, like, really fucking shitty, mainly at the way people treat each other. I've never gotten mad at the game. I've never gotten mad about losing. I've never got not like no, that. I never. get mad at how people treat he- each other within that community. <laughs> and... <laughs> Like, I think you've been there when it's happened. Like, I get so much rage in me that I will just tell them, I'm going to leave. Like, I'm... I will leave right now. Like, I'm just going to leave. And then we're all going to be screwed. And Matt's going to be pissed about the paperwork. (laughs) Like... (laughs) And then we're going to have a problem. And then I'm going to be mad again next (laughs) week. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm very big on the, like, I'm going to get mad. And then I'm going to, like tell you we can find a solution or i'm i'm gonna dip because i don't want to be mad yeah you know what i mean i well, and i've just kind of gotten to the point with a lot of things now to where i get that nothing's perfect and you got to work on things like relationships and stuff like that but if he, if it's gotten to the point to where you're just constantly making me feel like that mm-hmm. you gotta fucking go man yeah like at that point we just gotta wipe our hands of it and call it a fucking day yeah because I'm too tired for this shit. Like, I don't, I don't feel like relationships or anything, any kind of communication with anybody, not even a relationship, just like a casual conversation with somebody should not be such a burden on you to where you're like, oh, God, yeah, I don't want to do this. Even no. if it's a rough conversation, even the rough conversations that I've ever, like, had – I'll be like, all right, well, we're going to fix it. When I get to the point to where I'm like, I don't even want to do this anymore, I just don't do it. I'm just yeah. done. Because it's, for some reason, I got there. 
to where I'm done. So I think we're done now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some I think it was a couple years ago. I just hit a point where probably as like a coping mechanism, I just it was kind of when I I told you about the whole uh I had friends from high school, and then, like, I had none of them all at once because I just, like, cut everybody off. Yeah. It was in that era. Like, I just, if I am not having, at the bare minimum, a neutral time, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, and I don't, people act like that's, like, a bad, like, a, like, you're not, I don't know, social, or you're not for the team or whatever, like, super selfish. Here's my thing. And I'm like, I am selfish. I get one life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. And fuck that team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's my thing with it. It's like, I understand, you know, like, people should be social and this and that. But if I'm ever doing something and I'm like, this ain't fun, mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm like, I hate you. Right. I'm just not having a good time. I don't want to do this. I'm not coming. Right. I'm going to go do something that is fun. Yeah. That could be binge-watching 90 Day Fiancé. That could be jumping on an airplane and going to Puerto Rico. That could be anything. And it's we can do that. Yeah, we're just we're allowed to do whatever we want. Yeah. And I'm just tired of feeling like I can't do things because certain people are going to be unhappy about it. I'm like, do you pay my bills? <laughs> you pay my bills once? Not one time have you taken a mortgage payment from me. Right. You don't get to tell me what to do. Mm. Just period. And they're, like, obviously, like, I care about, like, you know, like, my family and stuff like that. But the same thing with them. Like, if I was ever in a situation where I was uncomfortable, which they never been there. Mm -hmm. But, like, if I've ever been in a situation where, like, I'm uncomfortable or I'm not having a good time or it's just stressful to be there, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to force myself to be in a situation that I don't want to be in. And sometimes that comes off cold, I think, Mm -hmm. because... You know, you're supposed to sacrifice a lot for your family because it's your family. But at the same time, yeah, I don't buy that. I'm not going to let somebody ever make me feel bad about myself. Period. Yeah. And I've been lucky enough to have a solid ass family around me that has, like, mm-hmm. I prefer to be with them. How much do I hang out with my mom? Well, yeah. At least like once or twice a week, I try to. Yeah. But you know, it's just, and I fucking work with my dad, so I'm always yeah. with him. But. You know, if, if there was ever a situation where it was uncomfortable, I would just be like, I'm not, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I can love you. It doesn't mean I have to hang out with you. Yeah. No, your family's great. I've met now two of them? Three of them? Yeah, three of them. Mm-hmm. Four of them. You met my brother, too, didn't you? My other brother? You met my other brother. Ashley's met, husband, didn't you? I don't you? think I met Ashley's husband, no. The I bearded one? At the concert? I think I saw him, but I didn't talk to him. Oh, I think he came over and started talking shit to Ashley or something. He might have, and I just didn't notice. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that's my oldest brother. But, yeah, most of my family is pretty... I have a couple apples that I probably wouldn't mind to be like. My dad's side of the family I'm not close to at all. Really? Uh, One cousin on that side. Well, actually, no. I got a couple cousins now that I'm pretty close to on that side, but other than that, no. I don't really. The one cousin that I was ever really close to is the super messy one now that's just like in and out of. Apparently, she had another baby. Did she get to keep it? No. Huh. Yeah. I mean, the first first one that I'm a godmom to got taken away, and he's like four now. So. So why does she keep having them if she <coughs> if she don't get to keep them? You know, I don't think. You I know, all you got to do is just put something on the dude's wiener. Real, literally. Or, you know, go get a shot every few months, you know? Yeah. I feel like, I mean, <laughs> I almost <laughs> made a really bad joke there and I felt bad about it. No, do it. I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, she's used to having needles in anyway. So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That wouldn't be bad. No. I just, she... I, it's again. I think it's the lack of accountability. Like she doesn't realize that her actions have consequences. That just doesn't make sense to me, man. People be out here making babies, yeah, out of nowhere, and like, I don't get it. I like, I just don't understand it. But uh, to me, it, it's. I don't know. I choose not to have children, and I know I don't want to take care of children, so I don't have them. Yeah. 
I don't understand why people can't figure that out. Just like be, decide to be selfish and just don't have kids. Right. It's okay. People kind of ask you questions and look at you a little weird, but you get over it really fast. Yeah, like, and that's the thing is, like, if you are firm in your convictions and, like, you don't want to have kids and you've really thought about it, then people asking you questions shouldn't really make you feel one way or the other. Dude, I will tell you, though, that, like, I, that's one thing that I kind of find interesting, and I wonder if it's like that everywhere, because I feel like at New York, you get married at 40. That's early. <laughs> but... It, it's kind of wild whenever, like, you hit your 30s and you still don't have kids, and they're like, do you have any kids? And you say no, and they just kind of like, they look what? They like you're just, like, leftovers. You're an enigma. <laughs> yeah, That's like, something's thing. wrong with you because yeah, you well, haven't, like, made a baby there's yet. There's, in other countries, like, uh, I think China's one of them, Japan, like, women that aren't married or, like, have children by the time they're 30, like, they're actually, like, a different, like, class. Like, not like, like nothing bad happens, but just like the way that they're viewed socially. Like they, they just like failed to do their job. Yeah. Which I mean, I, I think there's just some people that are still in like that old school mindset of like, you know, you're supposed to like get married and start a family and do the whole thing or whatever, which is fine. I'm not against having kids. I'm not, mm-hmm. but I'm also, you're not going to guilt me into having kids. No. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, why in the fuck would work. I do that? You know how much I like to sleep? I can take a nap whenever I want. Yeah, you know how many books I have left to read? It'd be really awkward reading smut if there's like a baby crawling around on the floor. Like I feel like the vibe wouldn't be the same. Yeah, no, I gotta I gotta set the mood. I gotta set my, my lights right, you know. <laughs> Can't be out here with like a baby crawling around <laughs> trying to read the smut. That don't make no sense. <laughs> yeah, I think I could see myself. I'd like to be, like, a foster parent for older kids or maybe, like, adopting some older kids. But I just, I can't see myself raising a baby. Because, like, I mean, I feel like you say that to somebody that has a bunch of kids and they're like, oh, yeah, just it, once it happens, it'll it'll just, it'll be normal. I'm like, I don't, I don't believe you. Because, like, I literally cannot envision myself with children. I can envision myself with, like, teenagers you know what i mean like yeah. I, I think i could see myself being a pretty stellar foster parent or like running a group home or something well do you think that's because like your sister like your age uh, whenever your sister was born very possible like i wonder if that's why that seems like more of a, a thing like if i were yeah. to have a kid i would you know do everything i possibly could for that kid obviously yeah like, yeah, I'm not sure. going to be a piece of shit. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> like, if it ever happened, if I ever just wound up pregnant, which would be bizarre, but if that ever happened. That would be Jesus' baby at that point. Yeah. That's what I always say. <laughs> I'm like, if I get pregnant, like, just Jesus know Jesus wanted that shit to happen. Yeah. Because I do everything I can to make sure that don't happen. Like, I have, like, the PCOS, and then I was on birth control for years. I'm not anymore. Yeah. But, like, it would... It would be like fate. Like, I, I would just, you know, have to accept it and be like, all right, I have a kid now. But I just, it just doesn't seem like, it's not on my, it's not on my five-year plan for sure. No. 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 I don't, I'm just not. It's just never been a thing that I've ever looked towards my future and I saw myself with kids. Just never has been. And mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. And I'm I'm cool with being the outsider that doesn't have the kids but also I think it's kind of hard for some people to understand that you don't want to have them yeah well because like and I get that because like if you if if life to you I feel like it's the people that aren't traumatized (laughs) that want to have like kids because they're like well it's all about family and having babies in another generation and you know I know a lot of people that are pretty traumatized that had kids but did they do it on purpose um I don't know. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, the people that, like, like, there was this one girl that I knew in beauty school, and she was great and awesome, and she's still great and awesome, but her, she was in beauty school because she was waiting for her boyfriend to graduate because his parents wouldn't let him propose to her and get married until he graduated college, and her whole goal was to be a mom. She wanted to be a mom, be a stay-at-home mom, that was the whole thing. And I just, I can't put myself, I, I don't know. I feel like that takes a special kind of person. I don't think I could do that. No. 
You know what I mean? I don't. Like, there, it's not that I don't feel like I have, like, the motherly gene or whatever, but I also, I just don't want to use it. Yeah. No, I definitely <laughs> have it. Like, it's I a tumor when people it. have babies and, like, like I, I just want to squish their cheeks. And then, like, if somebody drops their toy on the floor, I'm like, oh, you poor thing. And then I give them their, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely there. And, like, when a baby cries, like, all of my nerves just yeah, and Freak I, out. I've always absolutely loved kids. I've yeah. always loved all my friends as kids, and you know, I've I've always appreciated them. But it, I just don't want any of my own. And it's nothing yeah. against people's kids because yeah. they take it almost like it's an offense sometimes that you don't want to have them. And I'm like, your kids are fine. I love your kids. Yeah, it's I not like I don't want to have kids because I'm like, fuck all these kids. <laughs> like that's never came out of my mouth. I just yeah. don't want any. Like, I'm definitely not, a, like, a fuck these kids kind of person. Unless yeah. they're, like, Unless your kid's a shithead. Then get your kid together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's another thing that kind of, like, adds to, like, the list of, like, man, I'm glad I don't have kids. Peep. The fucking cat kids. Just, like, they're fucking weird. <laughs> they're weird these days. Like, the little ones are still cute, you know. But, like, my sister generation is wild absolutely wild dude they're all weird the way that the way that kids these days are dating is weird no oh, everything yeah. that they do is weird yeah it's it's all weird i don't understand any of it and yeah. i don't feel like i'm that old of a person You're maybe not. i'm in denial i don't think 31 is not old i don't feel like it is no but like, i'll be watching people like kids like 19 20 be doing shit and i'm like the fuck is happening here yeah. What are you doing? Stop doing that. Say, we could tell the whole Marcus story, but I'm pretty sure he'd be shitty. But We won't tell your story, we bud. We won't tell his story. But y'all but be weird. But <laughs> yeah, like the way that like they just do like these situationships, and it's not even in like, I feel like it was probably your generation, and I was probably a little bit young for it, but the like going out and clubbing and hooking up and then never talking to him again or going on a tinder date and hooking up and never talking to him again that was definitely my generation yeah <laughs> like that i feel like is fucked up but more normal than this whole like you know what's wild though what? i never had a one night stand ever ever never yeah like it's just that was always like too it's a lot it's too unattached i don't think i have either i've definitely not but i've had like short term Flings, yeah, but never Which like that's a different. Yeah, I feel like that's different because like you're just kind of like cool, homie. Yeah, and not like what's your name again? What's your name <laughs> like, again? I've never done that before. Where no. I'm like, no, because that's I don't know. I feel like it. I I don't. This is where the real hippy dippy shit comes out. I feel like every time you have sex with somebody, like you give them like a little piece of you, and like yeah. And, like, you get a little piece of them. And, like, I feel like trauma kind of can spread that way. Like, if, if you bang somebody that's in a real kind of bad way and they're, like, not a good person, like, I feel like you'll feel that shit. And you got to, like, cleanse yourself. Yeah. I well, I'm, I'm I mean, I just, I just think it's like that because every relationship that you have will help form you into the person that you're going to be, even if it's for a temporary amount of time or forever. Mm -hmm. So... I think that's why it's so important to make sure that you check your circle mm -hmm. and make sure you're not letting people in that shouldn't be there, which I've been horrible at mm -hmm. in my time frame. That's why my circle just gets smaller every year. I would say it gets to Mine where I don't think it can get much smaller <laughs> than what it is right now. Oh, it can. It can. You could like when Tanner and I first started dating, It'd be interesting story to hear from his perspective. But from my perspective, like, I didn't talk to anybody for, like, a year and a half. Literally nobody. I didn't even play pool at this point. Like. Oh, you were just, like, just you and him. It that was, was it. it was, yeah. And, like, I would stay at home. And I did school. Yeah. I had just started school at that point. And it gets really lonely. But, like, not necessarily in a way that you can even recognize at the time. You don't realize it until it starts kind of manifesting. So do you think that you're happier now having, like, relationships in your life, even though you have, like, a little more negative people in your life? Or yeah. do you think it was more peaceful just 
being nah, on your own. It's it's. I think it's way better to have. Like I I don't consider like okay so like having a place to go even if you're not super tight with everybody like having like a league night or like a group or like you go play Dungeons and Dragons or like you go do something yeah just I feel being like around people yeah that stuff is so important for the psyche yeah. because when I tell you like I spiraled and became like a version of myself I didn't recognize like I mean it yeah. like I was. Like, I, I'm not even a crier, and I would just, like, cry to Tanner about, like, I'm so uncomfortable, and I don't know why. And he was like, you're lonely. You need to do stuff. And then that's when I started yeah. bringing me to League. But Because well, at the time, he was working full-time, and I was doing school. And I think I was working – yeah, but uh, my work was, like, bizarre. I did maintenance at Wendy's, and so, like, it was me and then – Mommy, she was a Mexican lady that didn't speak any English. Yeah. Um, and that was it. And then I, I didn't get, like, the fast food, fast food experience. <coughs> I just kind of came in at 4 a.m. and did all my stuff and then left by, like, 1. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I feel like having people in your life is super important. Even if it's yeah. not, like, the big group of people from, like, high school or whatever. Like <laughs> I don't trust big adult friendship groups. Me either. At I think all. they're sketchy. They're they. I feel like we've talked about this before, I, but I, think I s- full blown think that they're sketchy. Yeah, I think it was in the one that we cut though. Um, is I think it's just a dangerous mix because yeah. I think what people don't understand is that you still have to have your me time, or you go you don't go anywhere, you don't grow anywhere because you're just constantly in the chaos of everyone else's life, I don't think you have time to really think about who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And being around a big group like that all the time, I think it just causes too much drama and it bullshit. It does, and it I feel like it creates almost a codependency, and that seems kind of, like, weird because you see that more in one-on-one friendships, but I feel like it, it happens in those big groups because then it, it's very easy for people to be isolated. Well, then it's like you can't even, you can't go anywhere without having 50 people with you. Yeah, and I don't think you're capable of forming an actual, like, bond when you're always in a group of a bunch of people. Yeah, like, four would be, four? I feel like four is too many. No, four might be fine. We're a four. What? We're a four. I feel like our four is pretty good. Like me, you, Richard, and Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, four is fine. I feel like if it was four girls, it'd be a problem. Four girls is a lot. Yeah, because even like, yeah, even in high school, it would I had my on the personalities. But yeah, I. My thing is, is like I don't need to do things with a group. Like I would rather do something like with individual mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Like. I'm more likely to hang out with like just Ashley by herself or just you by yourself Mm -hmm. than I would to be like, hey, let's all get together and do this. I don't know what that reason is, honestly. I just feel like it's more of like an intimate moment because I don't have a lot of free time. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just feel like that's like... Because that may be the one time I get to check in for like a solid three months. Yeah. So, I want it to count, you know. Yeah, I mean, there was the one time... I feel like there's only been one time that we have all hung out, and that was at that one concert. Yeah. And that was the first time that we That was literally, the, I think, the only time that we've ever all hung out like that. And, like, yeah. w- the cool thing about, like, if it, was, if it was ever you and Ashley and, like, all three of us hanging out together, it would not be a problem at all because your guys' personalities are very similar in the fact that you are very, like – independent to where you, like Ashley will just take off yeah. she'll just go do whatever we'll find her later at some point mm-hmm. but like that's she doesn't she doesn't need anybody and yeah. I think that we're all kind of like that to where we're like we just don't really yeah. need anything like at this point that's a that's another point I guess we could talk about is like at I feel like it's a very valuable thing that our generation is getting to the point of realizing is like being able to be comfortable by yourself is one of the most difficult milestones to hit, but I also feel like it's the most rewarding. That 
I could say for sure, because mine happened whenever I was about 25 and I moved out into my condo, but I lived like 45 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have an option. So Is that what? what you're in Denver? No. Well, that was what, a long time, too. No. Um, well, it was like 45 minutes from here. Oh, okay. Well, from Mooresville especially, just because it just took maybe not 45 minutes, like 30 to 40, mm-hmm. depending on who I was going to, but... I lived over, like, in Franklin Central, pretty much. So, I mean, I was on the complete opposite side of Indy, but um, I was, it was me and Simba literally for, like, two years, Mm -hmm. other than weekends sometimes, but for the most part, I was in the woods, I was doing my own thing. That was the hardest, but best years of my life. I was probably the, the healthiest that I had ever been, but I had to go through some shit. Like, I had to really introduce myself to some demons that I was trying to hide from and avoid the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I think whenever you finally accept the fact that you you start really having conversations with yourself and kind of forgiving yourself for the shit that you've done, I think that makes a huge difference. But, yeah, isolating yourself like that is the best and worst thing that you can do. Mm Because you can't do that personal growth. Me, personally, I don't think you can do that personal growth with a group. Because you're going to always have that, like, trampoline that you can fall back on and, like, bounce back. But you you almost have to get down to the nitty-gritty bullshit to be able to heal from it. Yeah, like that when when Tanner and I first got together I, like in that like I was it was so uncomfortable but it was like so necessary like that cutting off everybody that I knew and like Tanner and I were together but like he was still working a lot and then our schedules conflicted so I was alone a lot and it's having to and I, I think also like our phones and like media and everything contributes to it too like we were never like alone for a long enough period of time to process anything no even like how long do you go without your phone or a book or tv or a person um probably whenever we're doing this podcast is the longest that i go without looking at my phone like Like, full-blown probably the longest time like we don't process anything no well and it's just constant distractions Mm -hmm. instead of just being like you, you get sad, what do you do? Well, I'm going to turn on YouTube, or yeah. I'm going to watch Netflix and eat junk food. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you just always have that kind of distraction that you jump to, and instead of just sitting there and being like, all right, this is what I'm going to do now. And I had to do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I think we both did. Mm-hmm. But I also think that's why we almost kind of embrace when we do have those mo- moments of solitude now, because... It's actually quiet now. Mm-hmm. It's not your brain screaming back at you all the bullshit that you've done. Yeah. It's peaceful. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds you of, like, it's kind of your moment to sit there and be like, look at how far I've come, but, like, let's check in and see what work we need to still do. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing. People who can't be alone, w- I feel bad for because they're never going to know what that feels like. Yeah. And it's not always fun, but, God, it's such a freeing experience. Yeah. Like, forgiving yourself is such a freeing thing. But I feel like in order to even get to the point where that is an option, you have to admit that there are things that need forgiven. You have to take accountability. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to say that you may be the problem. And sometimes that's hard, but you should probably do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of those people in our circles. Dude, you ain't kidding. Used to. Used, Used to. to. Not so much anymore. I'm too fucking tired to even pretend. Like, I used to just kind of, like, be nice to people to keep the peace. And I'm not necessarily going to be a dick. Because it's just not, I just don't care enough to. Yeah. But... I'm not going out of my way to pretend like we like each other because 90% of the people that I feel this way about, they don't like me either. You know how many people just don't no. like me? Like, Come on. Like, we've talked about that in one of the episodes too, but like, I am fairly certain that the majority of the people that we 
encounter things that we just have like sticked up our ass. Probably. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> then maybe I do. Fuck it. No, like I I am not even ashamed to say like I feel like I've done a lot of work and I think that that puts me in a place where I you go backwards. Yeah. What the fuck would you want to go backwards? Yeah, for? like if you put yourself in those circles you and it's not necessarily I mean it is but it's not about being better or worse or a better person or a worse person but like why am I gonna put myself in a situation where I am back watching other people deal with shit that I've already dealt with yeah like, like we've already been here yeah I don't want to go I don't want to rewatch that no like if you catch up cool we can hang out but like I don't yeah, it's it's one of those things where like I could still love you, but I'm gonna love you from afar until you get your shit figured out because yeah. I'm not gonna help you figure it out. You have to figure it out on your own. Yeah, and like it's people think that that's a really cool thing to do because it's like, well, friends are supposed to build each other up. No, friends aren't supposed to. You're supposed to do that. Yeah, your friends are gonna be there. Yeah, and be there like just like vent to and stuff like that. But I don't expect you to pick me up. And fix me. Yeah, like you are not gonna <laughs> fix me. I'm not gonna fix you. No, my biggest pet peeve in friendships, relationships, family, anything. My biggest fucking thing is when people vent slash bitch slash complain without a plan, like without a a, a, a any kind of trace of a thought of how to fix it. Right now, like if you tell me, like, "Hey, I'm in a situation that I don't fucking like, and I'm gonna fix it," but like I want to tell you about it from A to B. Cool, right. I'll listen to you, bitch, about everything from A to B as long as we've made it to B, and you realize that this is a shitty thing and you don't want to be here anymore. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like that's really difficult to explain, but that's well. I mean, but that's what a lot of it is—is is they like they just want to complain about, oh, this person did this and this person did that. Like what this person did, and uh, can you believe that they did this? I'm like, all right, well then, bounce, bounce. And yeah. Like, it's like, then why? Well, I can't because, and they have all these excuses, and I'm like, then stop fucking bitching about it. Yeah. Because you're still there. You're still gonna be there. Yeah. So what is this doing other than wasting my time and yours? Yeah. Like maybe instead of bitching about it to me, maybe you could talk to that person and fix it. Right. Or like, leave. <laughs> Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. It's w wild to me. What are we at? But, or an hour and 15. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And if I cut out the bit about my aunt, it might be an hour. Nah, keep I it might. In I don't know. I got to talk to my mom about that. Keep that in there. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't name her. I got a lot of aunts. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't. I got, I got five, I think. I had one. If you if you count the ones that are like married things and stuff. Yeah, I only have one. Does yeah. your does your dad have any siblings? Two brothers. Are you married? Oh yeah, then yeah. There you go. I have two. See, I'm counting those ones. I probably have three, but I don't really know, and I can't keep up with that dude anyway. He's uh. had like seven wives, so. Oh gee, all at the same time. I don't know. Oh. Okay. I well, no, not at the same time, but I'm pretty sure. Oh boy, can't seem to figure out how kids are made or how to keep a <laughs> wife so you can keep that in there i won't say your name but you know who you are there's only one of you that's a dirt yeah, bag. See, my, my fear is that if i keep my bit in there my aunt will just like she'll beat you with two shoes instead of one yeah or like she'll like try to beat the shit out of my mom or something because that was another thing that whole time my aunt kept screaming at my mom about goddamn control your daughter like, bitch. What? She's she's known that she couldn't control me since I was, like, 12. There's no chance. <laughs> like, I'm gonna run my mouth. That's what we do here. <laughs> Talk shit, get hit. This is what we're doing today. <laughs> and, and you better believe that if I say it, I am prepared to get hit for it. I have decided that saying it is worth the consequence. So do what you gotta do. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, if you get me to the point to where I'm mad enough to say some shit to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be a good time for anybody nope. because another thing that I'm going to do, I'm cutthroat. Mm -hmm. I'm coming to make you feel bad about yourself by the end of it. I'm going to tell you all your problems. Mm -hmm. 
You can tell me and all about mine, but I, at that point, I'm not going to care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does not Bring matter. it on. But, well, all right. I think we did pretty good here. It's good talk. Good outside experience. Hopefully, you didn't hear too many motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. thanks for hanging out with us again. Um, don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash hideout podcast, um, at hideout podcast on Instagram and at hideout underscore pod on the TikToks. What's our and Twitter? X? Oh, Twitter is the same hideout underscore pod. So come hang out with us again next week and we'll keep bringing you stuff as long as you like it. And don't forget to rate and review. Rate and review. That stuff is Five so Five stars important. all day. Parents are and home. tell us what you think, even if it's bad. You know what? Leave it. Leave it still. Yeah, even if it's bad, you can still talk about it. So hey! So spicy. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's bad. Yeah, like, please. Just, just tell if us. If you're going to talk okay. shit, do it. In the comments or in the review buttons. Yeah, do it in the reviews. Click yeah. your review buttons. Five star it up if you like us. If not, I don't know. Give us a one star, I guess. But five stars are cooler. Any so just take some time out. Just hit that button. Any interaction is good interaction. Yeah. Share it with your friends. All your friends. With your mom. Yeah. With your with your auntie. Your coworkers, but make sure they don't listen to it at work because it's probably not appropriate. This yeah. one wasn't that bad. If they listen to it at work, that's fine. Just make sure there's a headphone. Headphones for sure. Yeah. Headphones for sure. All right. But thanks for hanging out, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>